cannot tell you how many tomatoes I have eaten in the last three days from the ones that you picked. So, we have more big ones coming out, or just small ones, or what's what else is coming? Um, we're in the in between stage finally with the regular tomato plants, but the cherry tomato plants are they're trying to stay to keep up, but it's just they're they're the hundred degree days over and over again are making it just hard for them to exist. Oh, I like them. Just I wish there was a way to keep them. I don't want to make sauce. I liked, I loved the tomato soup. I think I, I definitely can make more of that, but I don't know how it would be with the cherry tomatoes. The Romas are coming in and how many of those, like how many pounds of those do you think we have right now? I don't know in in pounds. I haven't measured anything this year. So, but I think I brought in like seven or eight of them the last time and there were still more growing that just hadn't turned red yet. So probably like five or six more within the next week nice definitely want to make better spaghetti or tomato sauce than the stuff that we used i mean i like the lasagna but i'm i'm with nikki and that the tomatoes because it was so sweet i looked up the ingredients on that tomato sauce that we that we use for the lasagna Mm -hmm. ingredient two what do you think it was sugar yeah corn syrup high fructose corn syrup specifically and then sugar like three down so yeah, uh, I, I, I don't know about you, but my favorite way to have tomatoes is with salt, not sugar, you know, and now it's like, and everybody's talking about, and I, I want to try it. I haven't tried it yet. Everybody says that everybody in Texas who grows their own tomatoes, one of the things that they have down here, and I've never had it, is tomato and cream cheese sandwiches with salt, pepper on white bread. It sounds like it would be good, but I also just like cream cheese. Yeah. I kind of would want to toast the bread, though. So, I don't know. I I have a hard time thinking that I could just leave it alone. Because if I was going to do that, then I'm like, okay, why not add, like, because we have that cured salmon. Uh And uh, I smelled it. I cured it perfectly. Holy crud. I smelled it. um, Excuse me. I smelled it last night. And it was absolutely perfect. So, I'm I'm happy about that. And, uh, yeah. Holy crud. Um, so I'm just like, if I was going to make salmon tomato sandwich and then it's like, okay, well then why not cute, you know, but I love, like, I love cucumber and cream cheese sandwiches. So, (sighs) you know, that's just, (laughs) that's where it is. So in other news, um, found out one of my friends, uh, literally you and you and I had an argument, uh, last night and found out right at the tail end of things that one of my friends just found out that his wife has been cheating on him for almost two years. Wow. And like, I I don't know what to say to him at this point because I kind of feel like everybody knew this, like, because the guy doesn't talk to her. They are, not even roommates, right? I mean, seriously. And then he found out that she's been cheating on him for two years and she's filing for divorce. He has moved since moved uh, back to Sacramento because that's where his uh, parents are. So he's moved in with his parents. 
and then reaches out to me and is like, hey, you know, if you're still talking to her and, you know, then please don't. And, you know, and I'm just sitting there going. But his whole thing about when he got married, because he got married, I think, two years before. No, two years after Amy and I did. Right. Okay. And he tried to sit there and say that he was married, but he was going to live his best single life married. Okay. So we were kind of like, then why get married? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So anyway, so I'm sitting there and it's like, cause, and he knows our relationship and everything else. And, and I'm sitting there going, yeah, we're arguing, but there's certain things that we don't do. And yeah, anyway, so that was fun. And I'm going to talk to him some more. And John, if you are listening, cause he did say he listens, he's listened to our podcast or at least a few of our episodes of our podcast. So if you're listening, dude, we, we can talk. I, I don't know how to relate because I don't know what to tell you. It kind of gets stuck. It's like, if you sit there and you say you're in a relationship, but you're going to live your best single life, you know, I I don't know what to tell you. That's just kind of weird. So anyways, with that said, good morning and welcome to the morning grind on the stupid podcast on everything where I'm Joey and I'm Kiki and we talk about everything because everything's stupid. So, oh, we had short weekend and I have to ask you something because maybe you'll know the answer to this one because I really don't know what the heck this is. The trend of these people who are acting like they're NPCs standing there and you throw them food and, you know, and TikTok and all in it. Oh, yum. Oh, sushi. Oh, don't. Oh, cow. They like animate. Uh, they're doing the robotic AI thing. Yeah. What is that about? Why is that a thing? Why is it working? There was one girl that had done it and she. Uh, was getting a bunch of attention for it because, you know, some people, you know, no, no uh, publicity is bad publicity. So people would join in and be like, what the heck is this? What's going on? This is weird. And then there are people that are joining in and it's a fetish. So there are guys that find that attractive for whatever reason. And those are the people that are sending the gifts so that they can keep doing what they're doing. And uh, one girl that she it was the same girl that was doing it for, you know, I don't know, a few months and it caught on. And then she, you know, blew up because of it. And that was just her thing. And then one day she decided that, you know, she was tired of everybody giving her all of the hate that they were giving her. So she screenshot how much money she got from one stream, one hour stream. And it was something like four thousand dollars. Uh, so now a bunch of people are hopping on the trend and people are legitimately making money off of it. Now that there's more of them. Now it's a competition. And so it's gone down to, oh, people are making like $400 an hour, but it's still $400 for an hour of just standing in front of your screen, reacting like an AI to gifts that people are giving you. So, of course, that means, you know, that's you're only seeing the people that are getting big doing it. There are still hundreds of thousands of other people that are going live and doing the same thing, but they're just not getting the same reaction. So, but yeah, it's, it's a fetish. It's like the same people that 
do the food TikToks that are like absolutely gross and there's nothing special about them. But they keep doing these weird like, oh yeah, we're gonna do this, and they like they keep she keeps like literally going to the point where she's like, oh yeah, we're gonna reveal it, but then not doing it. Oh, over those and over like twenty six minute videos yeah, of, of her just, just adding a bunch of crap to a yeah. Just waiting to reveal something that's not there or waiting to show something, adding more and more stuff, keep talking and talking. If you watch it and watch the way that she moves her hands and watch the way that she does everything, it's literally a fetish. It's people that like that tease for whatever reason. It's the same thing for this AI stuff. The Watch the way that the people that are actually getting a lot of money for it when they don't say, oh, yeah, it's a joke. Haha, I'm going to do this you know, because I need to make some money. The people that aren't doing that and are just legitimately doing those lives without any explanation watch the way that they do it it's literally a fetish it's gross and weird and i don't like anything about it but you know if (laughs) if that's what makes you bank then by all means you do you i guess yeah i i i i don't i i sat there and i had to unfollow like two of the TikTokers that I follow because for like three days in a row, they were just sitting there doing that. And I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, and then one of them and the the first thing is like, you know, me about just just lying to me is like the end of it type situation and sat there and goes, oh, if I get this many likes, I'll I'll stop doing this. And it was like, oh, OK, literally punched up. She got that many likes and then she's and she just ignored it. And it was like, I thought you were going to stop doing this. And she just did a <laughs> and just kept going. And I was yeah. like, all right, unfollowing, you know, just I, I, I don't get it. I don't I don't understand people. I, I just I don't get it. I, I yeah, it's really weird. It It is. It's like I don't I don't even like the thought of A.I. being A.I. Like I get it because like at least two people in this house are, you know, hanging on with the AI stuff and it's like, okay, and that's fine. That's, that's your thing. But people acting like AI is just even, I don't know. It's just, it's too weird for me. So, and this weekend, um, Oppenheimer and Barbie both came out, um, for a weekend launch and people were shocked that I don't know why. Okay. Let me ask you this. People were shocked that Barbie, outdid Oppenheimer are you shocked no I'm not either I don't understand why people like why are you why are they even being compared like they they shouldn't be right I mean do you see the same demographic in any way shape or form no but I, I guess I understand because we're coming into an era where because there's so much going on and all of the strikes that keep happening and, you know, just all the stuff that is encompassing all of that, I think it just falls again under the no publicity is bad publicity. So if you're comparing them to the person that, you know, looks at that, oh, yeah, I love the Barbie movie. Oh, what? I think this one did it. Well, should it have been better? And then they go and see it. The same thing, vice versa. Like, well, Barbie movie's doing better than Oppenheimer. What? It can't be that good. And then going and seeing it. Yeah complaining about it to a friend well i was gonna go see the barbie movie you want to come with me because i'm pretty sure this movie could be 10 times better that like i've just i feel like it causing those arguments gives it more publicity so they you know everybody knows that they need that i mean even just in our small town 
we have three separate stores mm-hmm. that have whole sections dedicated to the Barbie yeah. movie coming out. Holy crud, yeah. It's kind of insane because at the end of the day, I really am not that, like, interested in it. Like, I already know my movie of the year is going to be the FNAF movie. Like, that's going to reign supreme above everything else that I'm excited for. And it's like, yeah, I'll watch the Barbie movie when it's not in theaters anymore. Like, I literally could not care less. But everybody is losing their minds over it because everybody is, oh my gosh, Barbie movie, ah, you know, Barbie becoming self-aware, ah, and I'm just like, you know, I like Margot, I like Margot Robbie, I loved mm-hmm. her as Harley Quinn, but it's like, I oh, just, Oh yeah, when I you saw, care. when you saw her naked in Wolf of Wall Street, you weren't expecting that. Yeah, so. well, no, I watched that when I was like 17 for the first time. Oh, okay. You, who, what, uh, just the girls then got like shocked about it? No, yeah, Nikki hadn't watched it. Okay. We still haven't finished it because it cut out. It was on Matt's server. Yeah. We so. were watching it with people. <laughs> so. Yeah. So we have to do that. So, yeah. So this weekend. Uh, so Barbie did $155 million this weekend. Oppenheimer did $80,500,000. And can you guess who came in third place? I don't know what's been coming out, so no. Okay, well, Sound of Freedom came in third place. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 um, came in behind that. And then um, the last two were Indiana Jones and the Dial, Dial of Destiny and Sidious the Red Door. And then the uh, number, what is that? Oh, it's just number seven, basically. Um, Elemental was uh, less was just under six mil, so... Which, ouch! Because isn't that that's isn't that Disney? Yeah, that is Disney. Yeah. So, whew, Disney is on track. I I'm, I am convinced Disney is is going to lose well over a billion dollars for twenty twenty three. I wouldn't be surprised. They, they are started on off track. awful, and then they're continuing, and they're getting a lot more backlash for the dumb things that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Which you know, I don't care if anybody disagrees with me. I'm literally a young black female, and I'm sorry, but seeing the Little Mermaid be turned into a black woman does not make me feel more represented. It makes me feel like we're just blackwashing things, and I'm sorry if you hate that word because we talk about how people that are white whitewash things that are meant to be black, mm-hmm. but we're literally blackwashing everything because we feel like we need more representation instead of just having more native and black stories be made. We just want to continue continue to change what's already there, which I don't understand at all. I It'd be perfectly fine if Ariel was like, had black sisters because you know what they're mermaids who cares like it was just at that point whatever but for ariel herself to be black it's just weird i'm sorry you can't say oh i don't see color i don't care what you say it's weird it is weird to watch something that i grew up watching my entire childhood Mm -hmm. be completely changed because of representation now we're about to do the same thing with snow white and i literally just Uh, no there's no part of me that understands this why are we changing the stories that already exist Instead of making new ones. Moana was great. Princess and the Frog was great. Even down to having other characters from other religions like Brave and Mulan and all these other things. It's like, these are all great stories. Mm -hmm. Why do we not just make more of those instead of completely blackwashing what's already existed for years? I, 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 and this is the thing is like, I've never watched a Disney movie taking mental note of the race of anybody. right? Right? I watched Aladdin and I was like... You know, I, wa- I, I don't even 
I just watched it. It was like it was just it was just Aladdin, right? Yeah, it was, and they did an amazing it, job they, for the live action. Absolutely, and it was like, yeah, oh my gosh! And it was the last live action that they did that was, that was amazing. Actually, good. And it was like they actually, watched it, and it was that like, was like a step in the right direction because it was like these are already people of color mm-hmm. in the movie, so don't make them white when you make the live action. Cool. And then they didn't, and everybody was happy because they actually all looked, you know, right. <laughs> it's like yeah. you can't have, um, uh, you can't have Princess Jasmine be w- what she is, and then have her. Fall be pretty much white in the movie it was in the animated movie everybody was kind of like yeah you know it's a little weird like his character yeah you could tell that he's putting it but he's a little little whitewashed Mm -hmm. of a character but then they made the actual movie and every character in it was a person of color and everybody was like this is great this is how you do it right because didn't even notice i didn't didn't pay attention to it i mean it wasn't a factor to me right and and here's what's funny is like little mermaid came out and 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 here and it was this whole discussion. First, there was this rabbit hole I didn't want to go down. Um, that Lion King, everybody was like the fact that Matthew Broderick p- played the adult Simba, and then the, what, the kid actor from uh, Home Improvement played the baby Simba, and you know, but that they had James Earl Jones as you know as as the black dad, and and it was like, but nobody cared. Nobody cared. Yeah, I don't and it was like, but there were there was, you know, liberals trying to sit there and say people cared and that a bunch of racist people. And and I looked it up and I went and I mean, I went deep to see who posted and who cared. And you know what I found? Hmm. Nobody cared. Nobody cared. Nobody cared about race until people who are literal racists started saying everything was about race. And it was just, and it's amazing because I don't see it so much on, on the right side of things as I do the left side Yeah. and the left side, because they're pushing the, the, they're not pushing the, the black lives matter type initiative. What they're pushing is the, if you don't agree that white lives don't matter, if you don't see race, you're the problem. Yeah, they, and it's like and it's dumb because what? I've I've and I've been saying this for you know the last three years now mm-hmm. by constantly trying to make black culture its own thing that everybody needs to be proud of and everybody needs su- to support and everybody needs to be here for and all this other this and that whatever you're literally creating more of a divide. Right. By constantly sitting there and saying, oh, this is a black-owned business, this is a female-owned business, this is a blah-blah-blah-owned business. Like, I, I don't care. I didn't care from the beginning. It's not going to make me want to go there more or less because it's a black-owned business, because it's a female-owned business. Like, I don't care. If it's good food, if it's good service, if it's good whatever it is that I'm going there for, mm-hmm. then I'm going to go back. We constantly go places all the time. And try new things and go whenever we go to a different city, we're always like, okay, let's try something we haven't before unless we're literally, you know, there for something we've had. Right. But it's like most of the time we're trying something we haven't had before and we don't look on Google to see like, oh, hey, you know, we're not searching black owned businesses to go find somewhere to black eat. owned like, women owned yeah. Mexican owned minority owned. We're veteran literally just owned. searching up. Hey, you know what we're in the mood for? Asian food? Okay, let's look up Asian mm-hmm. food. Hey, you know what we're in the mood for? You know what? I'm on some Italian. Okay, we're looking up Italian food. Like, I don't care what the labels or the tags are. You know what I care about? If it's good or not. Yeah. That's all I care about. And every time that it feels like, hey, shove it down my throat that this is a black-owned business, it, fe- it makes me want to go there less because I shouldn't want to go there and I shouldn't feel like I'm going there only because the owner is black. That is 
in my in my opinion more insulting mm-hmm. than just not going there because you're racist like at that point i could just shrug you off and go okay whatever but if i own a business and i feel like the only reason that people are coming in is because oh well i can't do it without the black owned business label yeah it's just i don't understand that i feel like that is so much more insulting and that's so much more of a oh i'm giving up to the white man a because pan- i can't a do it without a, yeah. Yeah, yeah or or an acknowledgement that you can't stand by your skills exactly alone. yeah and and 100 percent um you know i sit there and it's like i look at these like we go to restaurants we don't think about who owns the restaurant right yeah. we 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 go to our, our two, two of our favorite southern uh, restaurants that are out here are Vietnamese families. Yep. And you, and you know what? They make one of them makes really makes the best gumbo that we've ever had out here. Uh-huh. The other one makes the best etouffee yep. that we've ever had out here. We don't sit there and go, "Oh my gosh, you know, it's like we go to, you know, Chef's Barbecue is black owned and it's like and then Happy Trails Barbecue is white owned and we don't sit there and go, "Well, we have to go to Chef's because, you know, it's black owned." Or we we don't look at that stuff. We yeah, don't care makes, about. We go to four J's, be, not because of the color of the people that are there. We go there because the food's really good, mm-hmm. and we go there and it's like okay. And we don't. And that's and see that's that's the thing is like we're so we're in a society where it's why does race matter? That's Literally. really what it comes down to. Why why it race only matters to racists. Yep. And and I sit there and I look at this like I I don't care. The Little Mermaid. I have a vis- I have a mental vision of the Little Mermaid from the time I was a kid. And the girl who's there right now is not it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we we watched uh, the, what the preview for the live action Death Note, right? I have oh, yeah. no interest in seeing that. Yeah. The white boy that was there, the white boy that I think was L. No. They made L black. Oh, L was black. Okay, yeah. It was Light like, was white. Yeah, and I was like... And L was black, and we were just sitting there like, what? I This is a Japanese mm-hmm. manga that was turned into a Japanese anime, so why are the characters not played by Japanese actors? But okay. It's yeah. just really weird. If something, is, if something is brought forward with a specific race in mind and you change it, it is weird. The same way that everybody can scream about it if they whitewash a character from a book to a movie, you cannot be, you are literally holding a double standard right? and you're being a hypocrite if it's okay to then in turn change a white character into a black character that is blackwashing. Could you imagine <laughs> if Hiddleston like was coming out with the next Ali movie? <laughs> Tom Hiddleston is Muhammad Ali, right? Yeah, no, no would... it's like you're not going to do this stuff. It's 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 there's there's certain things that you just go, okay, that's what it is. That's who it is. That's the way that it that that we grew up with it. Why can't you leave it alone without like, well, now we're going to make it about this social justice cause, you know? And and the backlash is is hitting in such a big way. It's just it's it hurts. It hurts to even see it, right? It's mm-hmm. like, you know, oh, if, I mean, didn't, yeah, there was there was the one gal who came out who said white people shouldn't go see The Little Mermaid. And white people were like, okay. And how'd it do? You know, it's like, these these are horrible things. When we first moved out here, there's a place, there's a place in town called Beers and Shears. And I know nothing about the owners. All I know is that there was somebody who was sitting there and was berating somebody who sat there and said they'd had a bad experience there. And then they were this person 
that chimed in was so bad about it and was so toxic to them that I sat there and I said, you know what? I am their demographic and your attitude stops me from going there. I'll never go there. And she was like, oh, no, I don't want that to be the case. I don't actually work there. And I went, wow, then they should really hate that you're representing them. And it's like, I feel like, you know, oh, I can't watch Little Mermaid because I was told by this black woman that white people aren't allowed to watch it. And didn't she say something like if if white people bought tickets, they should give it to a black person. Wouldn't that be pandering? Like, how would you feel being black if somebody walked up to you and like, say, Walmart and say, excuse me, hi, I bought this this ticket for Little Mermaid and I I need to give it to you. Yeah, that's again the same thing. I I feel like that is more insulting than if that person would have just went and watched the movie because it's literally a movie and we should not be gatekeeping things mm-hmm. because there's never been a point where somebody has told me that I can't go and see this movie because this is a white people movie. Right? Like, I, oh my god! I'm just like, like, did you imagine the backlash of that? <laughs> and even <laughs> then, it's just like, hey, if just talking about it, it's literally like. You can't even imagine if somebody were to say that. Like, oh, no, you're not allowed to come see this movie because this is a white people movie. Like, right? what? <laughs> like, what is the how 51st dates? Like, you know, that coming out and everybody mm-hmm. being like, oh, hey, I know that, you know, this is like, you know, a movie. and There's not really a, like a rating that says, like, you can't come see it. But this movie is made for white people. So, like, you can't because you just, like, you won't relate and it's not for you. It's not about your culture. Like, could you, you literally could not imagine no, somebody no, you, saying You should that. buy a ticket and give it to a white person. Yeah. It's it just, so I don't know why it's just okay for us to do that. And I hate when people use the excuse of, like, oh, well, we've been dealing with the, the prejudice and all this for, you know, hundreds of years now. So, you know, now it's like, but why does that give you the right to do it back? Let's take everything aside mm-hmm. on the fact that it hasn't, like, you haven't dealt with any of it. So, well, I don't know what this we crap is with the, oh we've been dealing no 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 no. your ancestors did Mm -hmm. so you know nice try you're not dealing with it but we'll put all that aside let's say you have been let's say that everything that you've been dealing with stopped you know last year okay let's say that 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 last year was the moment that everybody apparently got woke and decided oh you know what we're racist like you know let's let's just let's appease your fantasy for just a moment Mm -hmm. why do you want to stoop to that level then why is that how you want to why is that how you want to go about everything I would I would think that you would want people that are white to go and watch these movies so they can have a better understanding of your culture. But no, you're telling them they can't go see it and they need to go give it to a less fortunate black family that they can't go see it because it's not representing their culture. They can't go see it because it's not made for them. Why is that? that, That's still just on a basic human needs level. That is rude and disrespectful. Why are we stooping to a level that we're saying that they have been to us for so long when at the end of the day, the whole point of the Black Lives Matter movement was supposed to be that all lives matter. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand why yeah, and, and we're that- so stuck on instead just stooping to the worst possible versions of ourselves just so that we can hate on people because of the difference of our skin, which last time I checked was supposed to be exactly what we're trying to stop yeah. happening. And, and, so- and that's what's amazing about it, right, is that. We, we, you and I, well, we here, we, we figured out the way the disconnect was actually working. White people weren't upset about the thought of Black Lives Matter. White people were upset that it felt like people were saying that they you know, don't matter. That, that, yeah, that you ever thought that white people thought black lives don't matter. White people died to save, to, to free black people. Yeah, white people fought to it. But, and yeah, it, it was a horrible thing. But you know what? I would be 
personally affronted if having actually come out of poverty, right? That my kids were like, felt that they were owed anything because it feel would feel like they're saying that I failed them. And I don't think the black community has failed the black community. I don't feel like black ancestors and white ancestors have failed the black community. What I feel like has failed every community, including the black community, are politicians, our special interests. And, and that's those. And it was like, we'd say, oh, well, those are made up of old white people mostly. Yes, absolutely. hundred percent agree with you. Yeah. We but want them all out. Yeah. We, <laughs> like, we have no arguments with that. Look, I think that anybody who has great grandkids should not be in politics. You know, I, I, and, and it's like, but how can you say that and vote in Biden? Yeah. Like, there's no world where somebody who actually said poor, poor kids are just as smart as white kids should have ever been allowed in the White House. But it shows that people are gullible. And I just, it blows me away. Anyways, we're way off track for our Monday morning. But what do we have for, what's our best national day? Um... I guess we can do national international self-care day. We okay. have time for this one. I'm going to kind of zoom through it every year on July 24th. International self-care day promotes self-care as a vital foundation of health. It's also a day for people around the world to prioritize self-care and make it a part of their lifestyle. When you take care of yourself to stay well, you're practicing self-care. Staying well includes taking care of your whole self, physically, mentally, and emotionally. For some, self-care also includes taking care of themselves spiritually. So what exactly does self-care look like? It could be as simple as having some quiet time each day. Others might have coffee with a friend at least once a week. Other examples of self-care include having a regular sleep routine, maintaining a healthy weight, keeping a reflective journal, practicing gratitude, getting a message, um, listening to relaxing music, reading a good book learning to say no asking for help when necessary and there are uh, other areas of self-care that some focus on as well for example financial self-care involves physically paying bills on time and putting money into savings monitoring mm. time on social media and decluttering your home are included in environmental self-care no matter what kind of self-care one practices one is bound to reap benefits having a healthier mind and body are the two are the two primary benefits other benefits of self-care include feeling less stressed and being less overwhelmed. Self-care is especially important for caregivers. It's easy for a caregiver to pour all of their time and energy into another person. Doing so eventually takes its toll. As the saying goes, you can't pour from an empty cup. Take care of yourself first. I bought, we went to Walmart yesterday. I bought uh, some charcoal toothpaste because I thought it was a marketing gimmick, but in reading it, I'm like, okay, it might have some merit. So I bought us because I know you'd want to use it too. So I got the one that I thought would have the best flavor. Um, got some charcoal toothpaste and I got some uh, mouthwash uh, specifically for my gums because I've just been hit in the face too many times. <laughs> so, uh. so my teeth are starting to feel it. And I'm like, okay, so I needed to get some gum stuff. But I think self-care for self-care, I think we need to look at going back to uh, Tyler because for us, I, I, I know what our comfort self-care is. And if I said that we need to go to Ichiban Ramen and go have some ramen, what do you think? Is that some pretty good self-care? Sure. <laughs> Can't, I, I'm not the biggest ramen person, though. I'm just always for sashimi as self-care. Mm. Yeah. I just want who has the best. OK, so. In your opinion, then, who is, is the best sushi in, in Tyler? In Tyler? Yeah. Honestly, I don't know. I feel like it's been a long 
it we haven't had like we haven't been going often enough for me to remember everyone like i don't even know the last time i that i had actually gone to shogun and i've been wanting to go back to shogun because i don't remember if like they were amazing or if it was like eh, compared to the other ones because i the only places that i can like remember Mm -hmm. right now sitting here are shogun and kawas that's literally it i don't remember any of the other places out there you don't remember when we went to mikoto the one that has ramen in it as well you oh, the remember? one that we hate? Huh? Yeah. No. That's that was the one that's right that across. Was the, no, 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 no. The one that we hate is, like, Go Fish. Yeah, no. Go Fish is the worst. I, yeah. Um, so, uh, I just, yeah, no. we. But those yeah. ones, I, I guess I just kind of forgot about because they weren't okay. great. So, although at Mikoto's, they did have the really good um, takiyaki. I and I can't argue that that really was and I think actually I think that was probably the best thing that they had there. I'm I'm not even going so we'll go to argue. Go there to get takoyaki to go. <laughs> I and think. To, you know drive around for a little because like we've already talked about like my my perfect day in Tyler is literally going there on an empty stomach mm-hmm. and getting a smoothie from Smoothie King and then vibing for like five and a half six hours to let that smoothie be breakfast and then yeah. go somewhere else and get sushi and then have that be like you know lunch dinner whatever and like eat you know wait again and then have something for dessert later like later later okay that's like my perfect because i don't yeah because i i would rather like because i think that's that's something i agree with you about because i would rather that we grazed our meals like just a little bit here and a little bit there and a little bit there than sit down have one big big a meal and then like for 20 minutes afterwards just not want to move so but uh, the reason I was bringing up Ichiban is because I, I was going to do a review on them. Mm-hmm. They've got some one star and two star reviews and they blew me away. One of them said that the food was bland and I was like, I can't see, see those that. Those are the things that I, I'm always curious what they got. Yeah. Because I don't understand when I go somewhere and somebody had like, a bad experience with the food in particular because I'm like I I need to know exactly what you got because I want to try it because either it's one of those that you really just came and got the wrong thing right or it's like genuinely they came on an off day or maybe that just it's just not as good as I remember it or something like that because I mean I think the biggest thing right now is that we don't have anywhere to compare anything to when it comes to ramen and Makoto's is the only other place that has ramen out there and it's not a ramen place like they don't have good genuine ramen they have oh hey yeah you know like we have them and fresh to compare yeah i was gonna say that's the the best ramen out there is actually was actually fresh prior to that and i'm and i'm down to doing a side-by-side comparison i'm oh no because both of them are good either way oh no content (laughs) i wish we could get it back here nice and hot but i bet you know what i bet we could still make it work yeah and then if we because we could probably well because they like us at um they like Ichiban. us at, at Ichiban, so mm-hmm. we could probably ask them to put the the noodles in one and then yeah. all the toppings in another so we can do it up when we get home, and then we'll see at Fresh, because they also do it right in front of us. So we could probably ask them the same thing if we said, hey, listen, we, listen, we live in Palestine, mm-hmm. uh, and we're not going to eat this here, so can you just like pack it in two different things for us real quick so that we don't, you know, it can actually yeah. stay nice and we can plate it up at home, that way we can, you know actually have it look good that way we can heat up the individual components <laughs> to the level that they need to be heated up and then plate it ourselves yeah no i yeah i think that's a really good idea it, you know, oh see yeah. now we need to know if they actually have tenkatsu or who has tenkatsu or uh, not tenkatsu who else has the takoyaki because that would be the way to do it because if somebody else has the takoyaki 
then we'd have to do that as a comparison. I'm sure Nikki would be happy with that. So, but we just need to go to Tyler. So, anyways, sorry for running over, and we basically have, we're having an ap- afternoon discussion in the morning, but we've had just weird days, and we've been sleeping in way late. And man, yeah, hopefully, because it's just been crazy. Anyways, with that said, thank you so much for joining us. Our link tree is down in the description. And we are going to be trying out a different hosting company. We are working on different things to try to get our videos uploaded. Um, Kiki is going to reach out to another podcast group that she knows to find out how they were able to get their videos uploaded. We did work on our videos a little bit this weekend. And uh, no, they came out. Uh, came out pretty good. We think we have a pretty good setup. If you look at it, well, yo, you posted it up right on Instagram. Yes. Okay. It's impressive. It's really impressive from the time that the two of us were hiding our microphones in pillows on a bed. Yeah. And even since that photo, we've still added more things. Yeah. And I still need to get more batteries to continue to add more things that we have. So it's just like, yeah, we've got, we're still, we're still adding and still making it look great. No, and it looks really good. So with that said, peace out with your peace out. Bye.